Merry Christmas. I hope that you are looking at your tree and the presents under the tree. You're looking around your yard, your backyard, and you see the marvelous lights. And we are united. I hope we make this Christmas magical. I hope we make it beautiful. Guys, I am so happy and honored to be here with you on this show on Clive Yorkshire. This is a station for white women. I wish we had an audience because we would have a wonderful, uh, when I say an audience, a live audience, phone lines, all kinds of stuff. And man, we would pass out water. We would pass out some snacks, some peanuts. And depends on my crowd, how we're doing things. We may even allow our beautiful white women to have some of the finest champagne. At an event like this, we won't get out no hard liquor. Wine may get the spirit correct, but <laughs> anyway, it is so nice to see you. It is so nice to hear you. It is so nice to know that you're present and you're checking in and getting your daily, if not weekly or monthly dose of Clyde Yorkshire. This is truly the station for white women. We love our sisters and we love that they uh, appreciate the channel and the work that goes into doing the, the meticulous, thoughtful, rigorous episodes. This is a Republican station and a conservative station. I gotta make sure we put that out there. We want you to understand that. And for a lot of black men who are on the fence, if you are conservative, if you are liberal, Obviously, most of us were raised by single black women, so typically we may lean left. But as you get older and you remember the good old days, you may lean right. Now, <clears throat> again, I want to say Merry Christmas. And I want to get that clear and I want that to be established. <sighs> this is going to be an amazing Christmas. And the moment Christmas is over, I believe the real shenanigans will start. It's just my opinion that the, the, the new year will be amazing. Not for everybody. Some people, if you're on the left, may be a little disappointed. A, even if you're on the right, you may be a little disappointed. But I think I've never seen a time where even the other party believes that the party that it's a part of is completely absurd and outrageous. And the Democrats is failing miserably in every part of government and in social 
life, the, the Democrats are looking terrible on taxes, on border, on health care. Did I mention taxes? They're looking bad on police, military, law enforcement. They're looking bad on budgets. They're looking bad on foreign affairs. We have Afghanistan and a debacle when getting out of Afghanistan. What a just not a good thing. People died that damn day. 13 doggone servicemen. Young and women. Young children. Just about all under the age of 30. Or 25 even. Shameful. And they said it was a success. Joe Biden goes around and makes it seem as if he's doing something great by having the first black gay immigrant or woman of color press secretary who's LGBTQ. He thinks that that's amazing. Or using politicization to get a unqualified black woman on the Supreme Court. Joe Biden told black people that we're not black and we don't vote for him. And that rubbed people the wrong way. The man produced and helped to produce the crime bill of the 90s, which ripped off young black men of a future. And later, presidents Clinton and Obama, along with Jimmy Carter, the president when I was born, and uh, Biden, as the vice president at the time, tried to right these wrongs. And even Cl Bill Clinton apologized for his involvement in that crime bill and the incarceration unnecessarily of young black males school to prison pipeline. It was a terrible thing that happened. Almost a little bit of this crazy radical uh, liberalism resembled the 60s and the 50s. The welfare state, a tool that the Democrats perfected. Joe Biden was one of the main members in over 40 plus years in government, Joe Biden helped to engineer socialism in the black community. This needs to be said. Now, black men, this part of the show is for you. You probably feel that you want black love and the black woman of today is everything to you and you're part of the Powerpuff Girl team thing, whatever they're doing. Understand one thing, black man, I can care less if you listen to me or not. All we need is 300, just like the movie. 
black women could give a shit about a black man. And unlike us, they've been vocal about that. You remember the famous slogans that are out there. One that might jog your memory is, I don't need a black man, only Jesus. Look at you. I see it in your face as you're listening. You hear the way that they talk on social media, the Instagram, as they call it. IG. Only fans. Black women have embarrassed you. You mean nothing to her. It's about her job, her debit card, her dog, her cat. Typically a cat. They don't do with dogs, really. Cats. Or a girlfriend. Abortions are on a table. They have the highest rate of abortions in the entire planet, black women. They'll tell you about their graduation rate, though, their education, their GPA, their, their IQ. But they'll never tell you about the obesity, the poor diet, the disgruntled relationships, the high divorce filing. It's never mentioned because most black men don't know that black women are a human resource and a life source for the government under maritime law. It is this unwritten rule and unspoken mist that's in the air. So I don't want you to be scared of this channel, black man. You might feel like you're gonna be in trouble if you keep listening. That guy's praising white women. This channel sounds suspect. Everybody that's listening to this show and all of the black men that's been on this show, they agree with me 100%. Some would even go further than when I'm actually pretty casual, guys. That's why I'm up here. I'm actually pretty laid back here, everybody. I poll black men all the time. I listen to them, I ask them questions, and they tell me. Guys, welcome to the show. You're on Clyde Yorkshire. This is the station for white women. This is a Spotify show. And welcome to the channel. Welcome to the company. Welcome to have a seat. You're going to get some Spotify shit and put it up in the studio. And we're going to get to it. I met a nice therapist today. Sweet queen. Beautiful. Had to be 40s and 50s. Gorgeous. And we talked... She says, you know, I'm a Latin girl. I know I look white. She said, but I really enjoyed talking to you. And I'm a Republican. Or kind of. And our viewpoints, different parts of the world, California, I'm from New York. You know, we both met in Texas. and We've been around. But we agree. Our generation. America agrees with each other. We really don't have a race problem in this country. We have people who have made money off of race. Like they've made money off of selling cheap perfumes and knockoff watches from China. Batteries on the train. They're selling racism wholesale. 
They're promoting it. The government. I was listening to testimony from Congress, the House actually to be exact. Let's just say Congress. And Congress believes that January 6th wasn't organic. <clears throat> and I agree with them. And the FBI should have done more. The sergeants of arms in the different departments should have done more. The chief of police should have done more. The mayor should have done more. They all knew this was coming across the table. And they all seemed to be disarmed. They all seemed to be following the fake news media narrative. I'm a conservative, I'm a Republican, and I want to tell you what that looks like, because you may be a little bit confused or concerned, but let me tell you this, as a black man, I could care less if you like what I'm saying. I am a conservative to the heart before I am anything else, including a black person. Now you might say that makes no sense. Does it really? Do you realize why my ancestors were so great? Because they were conservative first. Meaning everything that they did was about being a conservative. Not because I'm black, I gotta go eat some fucking chicken. Because I'm black, I gotta have a big ass. Because I'm black, I gotta shoot some goddamn hoops. It was because I am black, I'm gonna go to work. Because I'm black, I'm going to stay married. Because I'm black, I'm going to spend my money. Because I'm black, I'm going to recycle my money. Because I'm black, I'm going to build a district, a business, a firm, a town, a county, and circulate black dollars. And that brought black people the most conservative, ethnicity for decades in the United States of America, even more than white people. Conservatism is so important. It is to remember Jesus in Christmas. It is to really give thanks and pray as you eat on Thanksgiving. That's being a conservative. Many of you may not know that, and you've been a conservative your whole life, and you white, black, whatever. Being a conservative is being spiritual. Being a conservative is to have smaller government. State-run countries or states. The states are running the states. Not Washington, D.C. is running the states. It does not work that way. That's liberalism, extremism. Some liberals don't even like that. But it's extremism, to be honest with you. A one-size-fit-all government. And most black folks, under the veil of ignorance, are used to a one-size-fit-all sort of scenario, lifestyle. Socialism, food stamps, Section 8, affirmative action, 
ordinances that protect this and that. Some of the races may say, we like that. Well, sounds good. What's wrong with that? I don't know why. Listen. In this country, yeah, it's great to have an ADL or defamation, defamation league and all that kind of stuff. But see, you can't have those things if you don't come together. And if you are not living, see, Jews, you can say, what well, they got all this anti-Semitism stuff, but Jews do carry themselves in a way where they are not, at least in plain sight, confrontational people. Jewish people, if you live in their communities, are typically peaceful people. They go about their goddamn business. It's the niggers that's not peaceful. The people that are crying wolf are violent towards each other. And it does not stop. And yet these people believe that they're wise at the same time. They're smart. A lot of them are. A lot of them grew up in the church, but still will blow a nigga head off for wearing a red flag in Crenshaw. Or coming off of Sunset Boulevard. Or being on the strip. Vegas. Get his wig turned backwards. Or how about St. Louis, one of the most dangerous places in the world. Democrats and liberals force this lifestyle on us. And the black male is trapped and can't get out of the web of black women and the liberal lunatics. Take a listen to this. Black neighborhood. Black community. That's me in the trenches of St. Louis, the most dangerous city in America. Nine gunshots fired down here in this corner. Additional video shows another man openly carrying a gun in the downtown area as well. I guess they just don't maybe value people a lot. Midwoman wore what looked like a Halloween mask and tried to get into another woman's vehicle. There were 55 calls pending at the same time. If you come to St. Louis for a vacation, you don't. So I went downtown to ask the locals what they think. You feel safe out here? You can't even ride the metro, Link to Weck. Can't ride the metro? No, it's always trouble. Always they rolling weed, smoking and drinking, and do some bad mother nicks, man. I robbed two times in the metro. You got robbed two times? Actually, in robbed. I don't know, right there, though. What did they take from you? My bike, my wallet, Actually? my phone. Yeah, I gotta give it to them. What do you do in that situation? Nothing, because they know the cops over there. Have you ever seen anyone get shot or killed out here? No, but I've heard, I hear gunshots in the evening. I would always keep your head on a swivel in, in St. Louis. We can't book the blicky out here, but... You come out here at nighttime, though, then you better have your strap on you yeah? or something. Yeah? So at nighttime, you guys come out here strapped. You got to. At daytime. Oh, you have to. Daytime, right. too? Yeah. Daytime. You strapped right now? Yeah. It's the young ones that I worry about. If you don't know where your kid's at, and he's 15, he's got an AK-47, there's probably an issue at home. I guess they just don't maybe value people alive. Is St. Louis dangerous? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you have blood? Okay. A couple weeks 
ago, nine gunshots fired down here in this corner, this next corner down there. Jeez. Guys were in cars shooting at each other. People were ducking and screaming. St. Louis is a tough city to live in. And I keep a knife on me too, so. Oh, so everybody got guns out here. Everybody? And they know how to use them? The older people do. The younger people know. They just shoot just to be shooting. They're just spraying. They don't care. Guys, we can go down the list in Cincinnati, Baltimore. We can go to Boston, Massachusetts. We can go to East New York, Brooklyn, Queens, the Boogie Down Bronx. Niggas up to no good. Go to New Jersey, Patterson. You guys know what I'm talking about. Don't bullshit me here. It's a conservative channel. We got some goddamn work to do. We got a lot of niggas to clean up. They have sat on this watch and let the tolls, tunnels, and bridges go to hell. Our airports ain't shit. The damn black community is, is, is completely a, a circus. And if you're not part of the circus, you're a snitch. You're with, the, you're with the other guys. You can't just be some Americans that don't want this shit in the neighborhood. The devil are you doing standing on a corner? Put some goddamn clarity on oh, Jesus. Ah. Though that was real people being interviewed. And, and many of you didn't know St. Louis was that bad. You thought Oak Cliff was something. That is the worst place in America. That's terrible. What the hell is, what, who are the politicians out there? What is the mayor doing? And the black church, where's the black caucus? Where's Martin Luther King uh, supporters and every, all this other kind of stuff? The Eastern Stars and the Free Hall Masons, Pence Hall Masons, what's, where are black folk, the Freedmen's? What the frick are they doing? The Black Caucus. What the hell are they doing? This is what we are, the Ebony Republicans, is talking about. This is why we have instituted a whole new sanctioning body, a whole new foundation, new elders, everything. Or the ones that's been there, they're going to come to power. The Larry Elders of the world. In the black community. There are the Officer Tatums of the world now that are out there. The Candace Owens that are out there. There's a new generation. That are thinking and listening. There's the Ice Cubes, the Little Waynes. These are Republicans. Kodak Black. I'm not even kidding. More and more black men are going back to conservatism. It's smart. It's beneficial. It's the right thing to do. It's peaceful. It's economical. It's family. The Democrats are playing a dangerous game. And I do not want to be a part of that dangerous game. Black women are in the car, the front seat. They're enjoying the thrill, the ride that is suddenly, abruptly stopping. Trump has 
along with the House and government oversight, is taking a real look at what the hell has been going on the last 10 years. Because it's been weird. Finally, we're getting answers. Now, in order to clean this stuff up in this country, black men have to take accountability more than anything else at this time. And what does that look like? Well, for starters, I would encourage all black men until further notice to stop having relationships with black women until we can get down to the bottom of their relationship with the deep state. That's number one. Number two, we should open a full investigation on black women, the deep state, the Democratic Party, and all of the liberals that participated in the removal of black fathers for political gain. The welfare state is what the case should be called. Black men versus, uh, versus the United States government and the welfare state. A, a real investigation needs to come down that how socialism and greed destroyed a nation. Accountability needs to come forward. Someone needs to pull the skirt of black women and remind them of their fathers, 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 Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Washington, Jefferson, the forefathers, you know. Because we've gone too far. People are okay on that party, ousting religion. Removing the church out of our beautiful country, out of Christmas. I'm not okay with that. I think that is a trifle severe. It is horrible. It is stupid. Just like the way we pulled out of Afghanistan. That was dumb. Borderline treasonous. You have to really ask yourself, as the military, how much more of this can I take? I'm watching the country under a borderline dictatorship under the Biden administration. You're watching the Justice Department malpractice everywhere. under Merrick Garland. And this reeks of Obama just really not understanding government but implementing things. And Obama did that. This feels like Obama is behind this government. And what I mean by that is Joe Biden's style of presidency shows his lack of experience. The same way Obama would put in executive orders knowing that people's lives depended on this 
and it will be overturned with the next presidency or Congress because you didn't get it passed as law. Obama did that a lot. And that's why mostly everything he did was overturned and we thought, oh, they just didn't like him. He, did this, he just did executive orders. Then you can say, well, they didn't let him pass nothing. He wanted to do things worse than Joe Biden. You see, his style of government doesn't work for me. I'll pass on Obama's government. Obama government was a nightmare. People who were on welfare, people who were broke, got inflated. And the moment he left, or before he left, their lives were falling in the toilet bowl. Trump came in and showed them a different America. And people was like, yo, we get money for the first time, even more than when we was with Obama. This is unusual. But it was real. And it was because laws were being passed. And regulations on everyday Americans and citizens from access to their own country and money were suddenly lifted. People begin to see prosperity. Young black men can see this, and somehow they think we're not competent enough to understand civic duties, civil, everyday events. Finance and government. They think we just don't know and understand. And it's really a shame because we are some of the best. This is no knock on black women. This is not hate speech. This is conservative talk. I don't, again, have anything against the way black women politic. But I know I am not allowing them to bully me anymore. I told you about this one black girl. I tried with all my heart to be with a black woman. They make it impossible for us as black men. Am I lying, fellas? I walk up to this black girl in a nice neighborhood, mostly white girls over here, and I says, let me try my luck. I go up to her. So, how you doing, young lady? Boom, boom, boom. You know, wonderful day. Nice to meet you, I'm Hezekiah. Oh, Hezekiah, that's nice, what's your name? Ebony or whatever. Okay. She says, you know, what's going on? You know, how's everything going? You know, we're talking, everything. I says, listen, I want to take you out tonight. And, you know, somewhere local. You know, I hang out here, here, Greenville, Chelsea's corner and she's like yeah let's do that I like that and somehow she goes oh I have to vote today now I voted yesterday and she said um oh man you know maybe we might have to do another day or a little bit later I said okay she was like um do you vote I was like of course she was like oh, okay so who are you voting for and I looked at her and I was like, wait, wait, how did we get on this? She was like, no, who are you going for? I said, she was like, don't tell me. I was like, well, 
know, voting for Greg Abbott. She was like, get off, get off of my, my lawn. She was like, you good. She was like, you can go. After giving me her number and everything, and we already made plans, so I call her about two minutes. She picks up. She goes, hello? I goes, hey, please tell me you're joking. She goes, no, I'm not. I was like, just because of the way I voted, we can't talk? She was like, I don't know, but not right now. And I hung up. I, I wasn't sure what just happened. But from that day forward, I stopped fooling myself. I met another interesting black woman. Again, I've been trying to give this a try a few years back. She was from California. I shouldn't have known. If she was from Arkansas, maybe this would have worked. But, oh gosh. Anyway, so I meet this lady at a gathering. I'm, I'm at a hotel. I think it was the Anatola. And I'm sitting there and having me a little drink, a little eats. And I'm enjoying the festivities. So this black lady comes up to me and she goes, which one of these businesses are yours? And I said, well, I'm Clyde Yorkshire and uh, I'm actually here to support. She goes, oh, okay, me too. I, I came and, you know, I work for so-and-so and this, that, and the third. And uh, I go, okay, cool. She was like, yeah, I'm here for like two days and I'm here to see my father, blah, blah, blah. And my name is so-and-so. She was pretty, I could tell she was easily over 35. No disrespect, she didn't look old or anything. She just looked like fully a black corporate lady. Typical black church, soul food, you know, that Aretha Franklin sort of vibe. So... Patty LaBelle, Jennifer Hudson, you know, that kind of thing. And, 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 and hey, that's not a bad deal sometimes. <clears throat> nice. So anyway, pretty nice smile, nice eyes, just full of joy. Corporate probably loves her. She's our HR manager, I believe, actually. So we're vibing and everything. She goes, um, look, um, I'm gonna be going to my hotel um, in about a half hour, if you're still around, you think you can give me a ride? I was like, oh, absolutely. I was like, just let me know. Um, here's my number, just text me when you're ready and uh, we'll meet over here uh, by this side uh, bar over here. And she goes, okay, cool. So about 25 minutes go by and she's like, okay, we're ready to go. <clears throat> so I drop off to the hotel. I think it was like this. Was it the Stanley? It was a nice hotel. Nice. I forget the names. Nice older cars out there. And uh, door guy, you know, doorman. And uh, they opened the car, grabbed her suitcase. She had nice luggage, Gucci this, Gucci that, da 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 da. Um, I went about my business. I dropped her off. We, um, you know, had each other's number. She was like, you know, um, I'm going to go do my thing, change. Um, I may just text you to, you know, give me some advice or what, you know, it's around here, this, that, and third. And uh, if you're not busy, you know, you can, um, you can stop by. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. She's like, yeah, just give me a couple of hours or whatever. So 
eventually, you know, again, we say, hey, let's go to Starbucks. So we go and get a drink. She gets in a car. She's like, wow, nice, clean, da da da. Making small talk. And um, I don't know. I was just feeling like a gentleman. I said, uh, you ready for me to take you back? She's like, oh, you were trying to kick me out? I said, no, 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 no. She said, oh, no, no, I know you got to work and I got to do your thing. Um, I'm an HR manager. I'm, you know, pretty understanding. I, I get it. I counsel people. I've been, you know, this is all with college. And she starts getting into her thing. And I got two houses. And I'm like, I like this girl in California. Well, they was her mom's. They passed it down to her. And, you know, when I really started to break her down, she was who she said she was, but not really, if that makes any sense. There was always, oh, uh-huh. But anyway, so I come to our hotel, and I'm waiting for her to come down again. Um, I think this is like the next night, and we're going to go get some Starbucks, and she's going to another hotel. Interesting. This hotel happened to be in Richardson. It was a really quiet and nice, 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 nice hotel. It was really kind of cut. It was like upscale, kind of private ownerships, you know. So, um, she comes down and she gets in the car. And she's like, you know, I kind of had a weird day. I went to go see my pops and it was just like, oh, he had this. Um, surgery and I just I don't really feel like going out I was wondering if you want to just come up and um, you know she was kind of you could see she was kind of going through it tears and everything else like that we get upstairs at our hotel it was a good time but it was confusing I started to see glimpses of democraticism, seriously. And it started to disturb me and I, I didn't want to stay there long. So I said, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to go after, you know, a couple hours, whatever. And she's like, all right, well, um, can you take me to the airport? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Cool. I get to the airport. She gets out, gets her things. And she comes over to me and hugs me and gives me a kiss and says, thank you. And I'm going to read your book on the plane and I'm going to call you soon as I get off the plane and I want you to come to California, I want you to meet my family, blah, 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 blah. I think I like you. I was like, yo. This sounds dope. I probably solved the puzzle. I can be with a black woman. That's what I was thinking. I'm serious. This is what I was thinking. A sudden fear came over me. Because I know I told myself. And I promised that I would get a white girl this time. Because it was put into my spirit by God. So I was like, man, can I do this? But I was like, nah, nigga, that's normal right there. Do that. I'm like, no, bro. TCU, though, homie. Nah, bro, you straight. 
I'm like, Clyde, you hooked your cuz. I'm like, get it. Now I do this. Get, get hit. This is some golf shit now. We in Farmer's Branch, nigga. We in, we in Fort Worth, Texas. You know, we, we've been to Dubai, London, Germany. I said, hey, we got to get it right this time. So we begin to talk on the telephone. Every liberal thing that you can think about is the way she talked, the way she lived, her viewpoints on this, that. And her medical history disturbed me the most. And it proved wise when the great and late godfather Kevin Samuels were talking about these black women. How they go after this liberal white man and he promises them the world. He gives them these securities, if you will. These salaries, these jobs, these benefits, these shares or whatever. And they live these weird lives not able to secure a serious relationship with a black man who normally when black men are together they got their shit secure they got a white girl or a hispanic an asian an arab uh, maybe even an african but just not a black american woman i mean have you not heard these things all the white women taking all the good men all the latinas have you not heard it i've heard it my whole life but I don't know why I haven't heard black women say, I know why. I see why. The way black women are today in this country, almost 85 to 90% of them being Christian, black Christian, not Christian, but black Christian. That's a different thing. Black Christian, black Democrat, black liberal. Black chitlins, black food stamps, black socialism. I don't like it. Black crime. Reparations and all this goofy shit. I don't like that. As Republicans, we want to work for what we get. We want black people to go to bed on time, eat right, go to school, pay your taxes, pay your bills, take care of your family, serve the Lord, do for your country, and live a peaceful life. That's what I want for the black community. That's what America can give you. That's what we need. But because of greed, the Dems have created a political vacuum and deceptive arm that wraps itself around the black community. 
and it starves them and reconstructs them like the reconstruction of the slaves. Older black folks don't really behave the way this new generation behaves in a Democratic Party. Older Democrats don't remember the Democratic Party being this far left, this liberal. The party has become just as extreme as it claims the Republicans have. In fact, most of the things that it claims the Republicans have done or a part of, they actually did. The government really should be ashamed of itself with people, because people really do. Americans are not dumb. A lot of people know a lot of them investigations and things on Trump. That shit is bogus. If it all ain't, then fine. But most of that shit, I mean, from the Steele dossier to the Russia hoax, shame on government. Just at some point, it's, it's going to all come out in the rents. And people are going to be running to explain how they got involved with this, what was the reasoning behind their decisions from James Comey, it's, he's not done. He's going to have to answer questions. Again, Mueller... The government is really driving fast with the sun directly in its eyes. And it can't even see two feet in front of it. And Trump has really, really, really done a great job on making sure that the country is aware of how far down we've gone from the cost of or the barrels of oil to energy electric cars taking over our community without the permission of the people Oh, we can't even have electric stoves anymore. I mean, uh, fire stoves anymore. It's all electric. It, I mean, they don't want people to the stores to sell them anymore or make them. The country has become too weird, man. This is not innovation and science. And this is just bad business. This is just really bad administration, really bad government. And it's extremism, to be honest with you. It, it really is extremism at its finest. And I hope we wake up and we reject together in unison as a people this type of draconian government, this communist government, 
Joe Biden has begun to act as a communist. I, I mean, I really feel terrible that I have to say that. But I would be wrong not to. I can see the evidence. I find it hard how so many black women with a straight face listen to the man, watch him, hear him, go back and see him in the 80s and 90s and still talk about you, support him. It is shocking. To me, it's almost like supporting Hitler. It, it, it really feels like supporting a, a Hitler-type character figure. Joe Biden, to me. Uh, and, and again, no disrespect. I'm telling you how the man feels to me by the things he said, the legislation he passed, the way he behaves. It feels to me like the man just doesn't care the way he professes to. And I think young black people can see that older black people get caught up in the grape juice and wine and church and, you know, getting a few dollars from him or the administration. And it's really pitiful. And I know our ancestors would be shamed to see the way the black community is behaving today. And it's leadership. Powerless. But talking big shit. Only when they can use us to riot and put our lives on the line to demonstrate to the government why they sit back and collect the money. What say you? How do you feel about this?